Today's episode is brought to you by the new Yelp for Restaurants. In July 2020, hundreds of hospitality professionals and enthusiasts at Yelp banded together to create a new team dedicated entirely to the betterment of restaurants. Check out the project that started it all, the Full Comp Podcast at restaurants.yelp.com forward slash full comp or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Restaurant Marketing School. I'm Josh Kopel, a Michelin-rated restaurateur. Together with famed digital marketer Eric Sue, we're unpacking the tools and tactics used by million-dollar marketing agencies to help you grow your restaurant. Today, we're going to talk about the number one way to grow your restaurant's Instagram following. So this one's going to be more so me kind of asking you questions, Josh. So what did you get your Instagram following to for your Michelin star restaurant? It was 30,000 by the end of it. Wow. Okay. That's a lot. So do you think the time invested into growing that following was worth it? If so, what did you do to get there? Absolutely. It was worth it. With an audience, you have the ability to market directly to that audience. And you know, they're interested in what you do for a living. And what do you think was the number one way for you to get to that 30K? Did you do shout for shouts? Did you buy followers? What did you do exactly? For us, it was about the consistency with which we posted and the quality and the storytelling involved in what we did. We did not use social media to sell. We used social media to share. We used social media to engage. And I think in doing that, the selling becomes really easy. So what would you say you did exactly? How often were you posting? What was the cadence? How many times per day? Who did you hire to help with the content? All that stuff. So we posted static photos four times a week. And what we did when we posted those was we made sure we had the right hashtags. They they would really serve our audience and help us grow that audience. But it was also about copywriting. So in the description of the photo, we would take the opportunity to tell the story behind the food, the sourcing of the food. We would tag the purveyors and the other chefs involved in the creation of that particular dish. And in creating a narrative, people would become more attached to the restaurant because it wasn't just about visual content. It was we were trying to educate people as to what we did for a living. What tools did you use to post this content? Did you have to hire anybody? What did you do there? We used Hootsuite and we programmed everything through Hootsuite. How about the actual content itself? Like the camera gear, like were you just using your phone? Did you hire a special photographer? What did you do there? So all of the still photography was done by a professional photographer. If there were quick off the cuff specials, we would use our own phones for that and try and hit the right kind of lighting using natural daylight because I think natural light always makes food look best. And then all of our IG stories and all of that, it was all off the cuff. We knew that the bar was to hit four to five posts per week. And those were more impromptu. Me, the executive chef, the beverage director, we all had access to that Instagram account and we would all post separately. I love that. And so how much did that cost you to hire that professional photographer? We used to pay two to three grand per shoot. Wow. Okay. Two to three grand. But I mean, you got that many times over, right? So. Oh, absolutely. People eat with their eyes. So without world-class photography, it's really hard to translate the value for what we do. So what I'm hearing ultimately, you can feel free to add on to this, is that the content was world-class. It was salivating food. And the other thing is consistency. Is there anything else missing from that? And you boosted posts as well. 
We did. We also utilized influencers. So we would host influencers. We would have them come to the restaurant, dine, share their experience online. I think that went a long way as well. We also got a lot of press. We were very fortunate. I think that that helped drive traffic to social media. The last thing I'll say is this. I think that your social media links need to be front and center on your website at the top and the bottom. That way you can drive traffic to social in real time. So the number one way is basically it comes down to content. There's a lot of other stuff that's in this episode. I encourage you to re-listen to it. If you want to hear previous episodes or check out our other content, go to restaurants.yelp.com forward slash marketing school. Thank you so much for listening to the show. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. While you're there, please leave us a review. I'm Josh Kopel, and you've been listening to Restaurant Marketing School.